0: Backstories is an annual multi-sited storytelling festival located in the suburbs of Perth and beyond. Produced by the team at Centre for Stories, Backstories gives community members the chance to spend an afternoon with friends and family in the comfort of a neighbour's backyard and enjoy hearing local music and stories from trained storytellers. Backstories was possible with generous support from our sponsors, Lottery West, the Department of Local Government Sport and Cultural Industries, the City of Mandra and the Centre for Stories Founders Circle. This is a live recording of our Backstories event located in the suburb of Falcon. Recorded on the 13th of March 2021, this afternoon featured live music from Travis Green and emceeing from Ruby Spinning. The story you're about to hear is from Carolina. 2021 was the year of isolation. We found ourselves
1: locked in our own homes. But we're still lucky because we still able to contact the outside world through the social media. Yeah. Unlike back in 1988, when I arrived in this country that I knew nothing about. And arrived in Broome in September, it was quite a shock. Because I came from the city and that wasn't the Australia I have in mind. So, but I w- uh, was I disappointed? No, because I'm married to this wonderful man that promised to love, respect, and support me for the rest of, her, of his life. So, that afternoon, he took me to the town center, the Chinatown. There were a lot of people there, But when I look around, he was the only white guy. And that was like, oh, what place? So the next stop was the Japanese cemetery. I don't know if you've been to the Japanese cemetery. I saw rows and rows and rows of um, gravestones. There were over 800 Japanese divers were buried there. And I look at my husband and I'm married to a pearl diver. (laughs) So, and that was too much. So I said, okay, we'll just give it a rest. And uh, went home and he went back to work. He worked by the tides. Sometimes it's seven days straight or nine days straight. And leave home at five o'clock in the morning, come home at six o'clock at night. For the first nine days, that's where I felt the isolation. No one to talk to, because my parents back in the Philippines don't have telephone. And I can't go anywhere, because I know no one there. So I spent nine days on the couch with a tin of biscuits, watching, watching the midday show with Ray Martin. Days of our lives, bold and the beautiful. And the young and the restless. (laughs) That's why I spent on my nine days, and I said, this is not the way I wanted to live. (laughs) So I asked my husband to, like, we hunt for Filipinos. (laughs) So we uh, look around. Oh my god, in 1988, there were only five Filipinos, including myself, in Broome. Oh, we got the five of us, and we uh, play cards under the coconut trees. <laughs> that's our, that's our social activities. So, in nineteen ninety, my daughter was born, and I said, "Oh yes, I can be um, explore more." Then I have the baby with me, and we can go to play group or play school. So yeah, I learned a bit of the language. The language is. Like, I can speak English, but then the accent, the Filipino accent and the Australian accents, very, very hard. <laughs> but now my husband said, what are you talking about? So, anyway, um, so in 1991, I became an Australian. So I said, oh yes, I'm Australian. Now. I can go out and look for a job. So I went to Charlie Carter's, now owned by Coles at Seaview. And I there's uh, a man wearing a white shirt in front of the store and I asked him for a job. And he said, why do I give you a job? And I said, because I am a hard worker and a fast learner. So I went home, got a phone call, I got a job. So yeah, I was like, oh my God, how, how good I was I got a, fo- uh, a job over the phone. And not long after that, I found myself managing a department. I manage the dairy department. And being a manager is so hard living in Broome because the the truck just come in three days a week. And if you miss one order, you don't have stock for the whole week. And if there's flood at Roebuck Biplanes, the truck cannot come in. So uh, I really have to be really on uh, how to do, do the ordering so you have a stock because they're always like le- red alert, cyclone is coming and everyone's like panic buying. Yeah. So then, and I'm still longing for the um, community, community spirit because I came from the Philippines and there's people everywhere. So I'm still longing for that one. So I, I built a slowly building a community community of Filipinos, and in 1994, we participated in a Sinjo festival. This is the festival of Pearl. And we um, there were only like 15 of us, and we hired a semi trailer truck. Very, very long, and we have this um, uh, nipa hat and the pearl shell. so. And that was the time that we really feel accepted in the community. And I have my precious plaque, 27 year old, 1994, best in costume. So in, um, my daughter uh, finishing primary school so and um, my husband and I decided to um, give her a good education but in Broome there were only two, two high schools so we decided to move out of Broome and landed here in Manjura in 2002 and surprise surprise uh, planned, unplanned pregnancy I was two months pregnant uh, when we uh, moved here I had my son at 40 years old. So we, uh, and once again, we feel isolated because we have no one, uh, we don't know anyone. But this time I have my husband with me, my daughter, and a new baby. So I'm still, you know, I really love that community spirit. So I went back to work, leave my husband at home, and he became the dad until today, a house husband. So we on 2013, the sports club asked me to run for president. So and I said, "Oh, I don't know anything about sports. I haven't hit a ball in my life." But anyway, I'm a master of knowing nothing. I just go, I just learn as I go. So, so I said, "Oh, okay, why not?" So from 2013 to 2019, I ran a sports club from the grass because we just played from the grass. Now it's uh, Manjura Filipino Sports Club. Uh, it's one of the biggest sporting clubs in WA. And in 2019, I decided that um, uh, the, the club can run itself fully because there's lots of people want to play sports. So I, w- I moved away and I started another group. And this time is about the talent. So, <laughs> uh, with a few of us, we uh, started the group in 2019 the Manjura Filipino uh, Australian Multicultural Community Incorporated. It's the promo- uh, to nurture, promote, and the talents of the culturally and linguistically diverse background in the community. And we we were making rags and blankets, and we distributed it at Christmas time to the homeless at the foreshore. And luckily, or thankfully, city of Manjura provided us with a grant to uh, buy sewing machines. So we have a sewing machines now. So our next project uh, is going to be wearable rags. So we're making pajamas and, and sleepwear for the homeless. So there is really, really something that we can contribute. Like you see, if you can move, and if you can talk, and if you have a phone, you're not really isolated. So uh, there's always someone that will listen. There's a lot of different organizations that would love to have you. Your time is precious to them. There's arms there, the op shop, we need uh, people to come in and really um, help us out. And the feeling of belongingness, the feeling of happiness that you contributed to the society is the greatest gift that we can give to ourselves.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening. Centre for Stories is a not-for-profit organisation with charitable status. Our team is small and nimble and we love what we do. To help us continue doing what we love, consider a small donation. You can donate at centerforstories.com.